to Letters to Our Yesterday, a podcast that was inspired by my soon-to-be-released women's fiction book, Letters to My Yesterday. Although this podcast is quite different to my book, the inspiration is the same, strong women. I believe that one of the greatest strengths women have are each other. We often support, guide, encourage and inspire each other. Throughout this podcast, I will be speaking to many extraordinary women about their life journey, and together we will explore what advice they would give their younger self. Today I'm interviewing my younger sister Susie. She has been a personal trainer for 10 years and has faced many ups and downs throughout her career, but constantly strives to stay motivated and achieve more. She is author of the book Body Transformations for Brides on a Budget and has recently been authorised as a marriage celebrant. Susie lives with her husband and her much-loved puppy in Sydney. Thanks for coming to talk to me today. Hello, Karen. Thank you for having me. So I love that you work in the fitness industry and you've mm-hmm. done that for, I think, 10 years now. Yes, my 10th year. I'm ancient in the fitness <laughs> world. <laughs> awesome. So I just want to go back to 10 years ago mm-hmm. when you decided to start in the fitness industry. So what made you, what prompted you to want to become a personal trainer? Um, probably some peer pressure and luck, really. So at the time, I was feeling lost and I was just doing admin jobs, which I hated. I felt miserable. Um, wherever I was, I'd start a walking group. I just wanted to keep moving. And I took over my sister's gym membership and just started going and getting into the groove there and just started really loving it. And every time I'd be there, I'd, I'd pass a this poster for training to become a PT. I'm like, oh no, like I could never do that. I could never do that. And then with some gentle peer pressure, I did. Okay. Peer pressure from me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna say, try. but yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what when you did the course, mm. how long did the course go for again? Okay, so uh that was about three or four months, I think. Yeah. But honestly you, you don't learn really anything until you get into the job and you start working and you start working you yeah. really you realize you know nothing really but it was very outside my comfort zone i've yeah. never growing up i was never a sporty person you know not into it overweight like just very outside my comfort yeah. zone yeah so it's like taking a massive leap of faith to Ooh, do something yeah like yeah <laughs> so what you, if you were never really a sporty person mm. but then you suddenly started exercising and loved it and were drawn mm. to being a personal trainer what is it about it, do you think, drew you to it? Like, So it's not just the exercise. Is there something more about being a personal trainer that you love? Mm, definitely. So I actually found find just like counting reps and things like that very boring. Um, so what draws me to it and what keeps me around for so long is the connections that you make with clients mm-hmm. and uh, really changing their lives. And, you know, it's, it's quite personal, you know, it's a, personal training so yeah yeah. and I love about what I love about 
the career is what I found out. Because I, I never thought that I'd stay a personal trainer, to be honest. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go, you know, yeah, maybe job part-time. Yeah, part-time, or I'll just try it. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm still here. Yeah. But what I found is that you can actually evolve. Like, I found that I could explore all my other interests mm-hmm. within the industry. So, yeah. Like, what other kind of interests? So, um, writing. So, I started doing blogs and I started a website. And then I was like, okay, I want to do groups. So, I learned how to do groups and started doing corporate training. I want to run workshops. So, I learned how to do that. And I just kept progressing. Yeah. yeah so, the your jobs never stayed the same. No, no. I think it strange. can. It yeah. can. And that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. But I think it has the potential there that if you want to grow it and evolve you definitely can okay yeah so working for yourself i can Mm. imagine is very very different to being employed by someone else Mm -hmm. what do you think the biggest challenges you face are in being self-employed okay so definitely uh working on the business um it's all up to me so everything is up to me all the decisions everything all the mistakes everything is up to me and probably income is the hardest so when I was employed I was comfortable because I knew every fortnight I had that money coming in and when you work for yourself uh, it can be a very different story so you know you could have a fantastic month an awesome awesome week you know and then the next week about a flu goes around and you've lost like six or eight of your clients and you're like well what do I do you know yeah but um, how do you plan for that so you well you, you know, have you to budget have that money and suddenly you don't well that's where budgeting comes in so I learned from very early on that you have to budget for things and to be very careful with your money and plan for those weeks to have those backups because they're going to come yeah it just it's inevitable so how do you stay motivated through that like what gives you that drive to not just give it all up and go work for someone else? What keeps you going? Well, to be honest, I have hopped on seek and looked for jobs many a time. I've doubted myself. I'm like, that's it. I've had enough. Yeah. I can't take the stress anymore. Um, and then I was always like, no. You know, it's really hard to stay motivated, but you just have to, cliche, but believe in yourself and yeah. think, well, if this is what I want, I have to make it happen. And I had a motto that I, I go by each like New Year, I set myself a motto. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them was, if you don't like the situation you're in, get yourself out of it. Okay. So that's I kind like of that. what drives me. Like, yeah. okay, uh, instead of complaining, well, I don't like lack of income, what am I going to do about it? And try and find like another and group. Or exactly. Another yeah, exactly. So you're always, you can never get lazy in the industry, in mm. this industry. You always act, you may have a great week, but you have to always be actively looking for that next client. Where is my next group coming from? Where are my connections? Who can I go to? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So do you think you would say the biggest benefit of working for yourself is that you can control all of those things? Mm-hmm. Or do you think what really is underneath it all is just that love you have for working with people so closely and having that connection? Which one do you Ooh. think is what keeps you in it the most? That's a really good question. I, I think that... It's both. It, it, it's mm. equal because I don't think I could ever go back to being employed. I, yeah. I've i been out of it way too long now. I don't think I could. Yeah. Um, I love that I have control, even though it's quite stressful. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would ever give that control up. And because your your potential is limitless as well. Oh, you know? I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you, you think about it. Absolutely. You know, I... I keep going, you know, keep learning something else, another yeah. skill or something like that. Um, but then the imp- 
I love all my clients. I'm very lucky that I'm at the stage in my career where I can choose my clients because you spend a lot of time with these people and in personal circumstances as well, you know. Yeah. Um, if they're a bit of a jerk, you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be getting up super early for them, you know what I mean? No, that's true. I can understand. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I love my clients. It is definitely yeah. the connection. Like, so I you kind of become them. friends with them in a way? Yes, well. yes. I mean, some of them have been with me for oh, one like eight years like five plus years Uh, you know you become a part of their lives as well which is very special okay yeah and I know that you have a lot of bride Mm. clients (laughs) so people that come to you before their big day Mm -hmm. either wanting to lose weight or tone up or get more energy or things like that yeah and I know that you wrote a book called the I think it's the bride bible so to help these clients what led you to wanting to write that and um what can brides get out of that book yeah, well, you're definitely right in that it's it seems like a Bible. It's yeah. called um, Body Transformations for Brides on a Budget. Okay. So it I is like really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, essentially, I think because I refer to it as a bridal yeah. Bible, that's why yeah. I keep calling it that because the title is way too long. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's like it's it's giant. So where the idea came from is yeah. So years of training brides, and I was able to see okay, what are they needing? What where are their stress levels at? What are the patterns here? And I thought, looking at the market, there's nothing really here that kind of helps everything because, you know, weddings are really expensive. And um, I thought, what if I could give some tools to kind of help with that? So out there, there's like there's books for a rapid weight loss in, you know, two weeks or just a beauty guide. And I thought, okay, let's put everything I've learned into one book. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've learned, I got married. I learned a lot of lessons and I thought, why not package that up and help as many people awesome. as I can? Mm. So what do you think is the most important thing a bride needs before her wedding? Ooh, to feel beautiful. It doesn't okay. matter It doesn't matter if, you know, I have brides who are just never happy enough. Like we, They yeah. could lose X amount of weight and be stunners, you know, but if yeah. they don't feel it, that's not going to come across. Yeah. It's not worth it. So. so it's like an overall thing. It's not just a physical... Yes. And what they find is through exercise, you automatically feel better about yourself. Like yeah. when you when you start exercising, it's like a roll on effect. Yeah, you, you feel you proud start of to feel, yourself. Yeah, yeah, it has a flow on. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And now, okay, so I really want to talk to you about what you've been working on lately because mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it, and I think mm-hmm. it comes from from knowing you from so long. I have always known that you love weddings. <laughs> you get very excited when you invite a wedding. I do. Or even if it's someone else going to a wedding, you want to know all the details and. Absolutely. Everything about it. But yes. what I notice about you, like for me, for a wedding, I love the party part of it. Yeah. But you have always really loved the ceremony yes. when they're getting married. Yes. And so much so that you want to be part of it. Yeah. And last year you did the marriage celebrant course. I did. So can you, and you did it in secret. Yes, I didn't <laughs> tell anybody. Yeah, really yeah. So what <laughs> made you make that decision? Like, you know, you're already running your own business mm-hmm. with what we just talked about, all those challenges already. What made you say... Okay, I'm going to take more on, <laughs> do a full-time course. Um, yeah, tell me about what led you to that. Well, I guess it comes from what I was saying, how I always want to keep evolving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, secretly to myself, attending weddings over the years, like I, you're right, I do, I get very excited. And I'm like, I always kind of thought, could I do that? Could I could I become a celebrant? So a long and I thought, time ago you thought about yeah, it. yeah. Oh, I actually yeah. thought about it, and then I thought, you know what? That's something I'll do maybe in my fifties or my sixties. Because at these, oh. yeah, at these weddings I've been to, they all tend to be, I noticed, like older ladies. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's something you could do when you're older. Okay. And then 
last year I was like, oh, I really, I'd really like to do it. Like a few close friends were there and I thought how special would that have been if I was able to, to do that for them? Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, I went to, yeah, I didn't tell anybody because <laughs> just in case I changed my mind or yeah. something. And I, I started and, you know, it'd been so long since I studied, I found that a bit hard. Um... And then I was very proud of myself when I finished, and I'm now. It was a hard like, course too. It's it not was easy because yeah. I always thought that you know from the movies you can just um, print out a marriage celebrant yeah, to make it seem it's actually hard. I think you can do that in America. Okay. No, that's what I thought too. I thought, oh, you just rock up, you say you say some nice stuff, yeah. and woohoo, you know. But it was a full on course. No, it was full on course. I was very, and it's quite legal because I guess yeah, you are. You're the legal representation there. You're what yeah. makes the marriage official. So I like that though because yeah. then that means the people who are doing it are really serious about it. They put yes. that much time into becoming one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. And how are you <laughs> feeling? Because you're going to have the first wedding that you're performing Ooh. in, I think it's about three weeks. Three weeks, yes. How are you feeling doing something so new? I'm very excited. Um, I'm a, I won't lie, I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But I think nerves are good. Nerves with excitement is good, I think, yeah. because you can use those nerves. But nerves with, you know something fear fear is not good now I'm very excited and what I found in like during my meetings and rehearsals is that when I was there I had skills from being a personal trainer that kind of overlap so I thought it felt kind of comfortable and I guess what kind of skills well um from the meetings the meetings felt very comfortable a because I love talking about weddings and connecting with people and they're talking about really lovely things so it's quite easy and then I found that through meeting lots of people through personal training the interviewing style is is quite easy for me to to get to know people and connect quite quickly um, which is something I learned in the business Um, and then in rehearsing when I was rehearsing it just I guess because of 10 years of instructing (laughs) being bossy (laughs) and highly organized it came quite easily too so it's like another part of your evolution of your career yeah yeah, it's kind of led you to that. Yeah, I like matchmaking too. So who knows? Maybe I could get the monopoly on love and the wedding business, <laughs> and I'll set I you up, get service. you looking fit and great, and then I'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So my last question. Mm-hmm. I think we've been leading up to this and talking about how much you've changed throughout your career, mm-hmm. and how much you've evolved, and all of those things, and trying different things. So if you could go back. And write a letter to your yesterday. So to your younger self, give them one piece of advice that you want them to hold on through everything, through the, through aging, through all the experiences you know you're about to have. Mm-hmm. What would you write to yourself? Can I read this? You can read this. Because okay. I actually prepared this. <laughs> okay. No, I like that. It means you're taking it seriously. Thank you. <laughs> you know, this is something I've given a lot of thought to. Uh, and if I could write a letter to my yesterday... I think the most important and probably hardest piece of advice would be stop caring what other people think of you. Uh, being self-conscious, caring so much about what other people's opinions of me were, were crippling. Um, it personally, it kept me from doing things I would have loved to have done or tried. Um, so I'd say be brave, to trust your own gut. Uh, It took me years to trust my own opinion alone. I always sought validation and confirmation. And finally, to be nice to yourself. I spend a lot of time putting myself down, bashing myself up, so to speak. I often wonder what I could have achieved if I hadn't done that. I wish I would have taken time to invest in myself more, look after myself and just be nicer to myself. 
that's that's more than that's a lot of advice (laughs) that's great advice you know what i love is all of that advice are things that you actually do now yeah so you can look back and say you know that's what i would give to myself as a younger person but you you're there anyway yes it's words for my yesterday and guides for my today (laughs) living by it yeah i love it and you know what like talking to you now about the um i think the chances you've taken the courage it's taken to try different things Mm. i think about i don't know who says this quote but it's um you know don't worry about the time that's going to pass to do something because it's going to pass anyway whether you do it or not Mm. so i love that i think instead of just wondering about things it seems like you said you know what i'm going to stop thinking about it and i'm just going to do it yeah and i think that that's an awesome attitude to have in life well thank you so thank you susie (laughs) thank you for having me for listening to letters to our yesterday the podcast if you enjoyed this conversation and feel inspired to please take a moment to rate and review or share it with someone you love you can follow me on instagram at karen underscore set facebook at karen m sepulveda or visit my website www.karensepulveda.com thank you again And don't forget to subscribe to hear more conversations with extraordinary women.